well, there's nothing better than a fart. Except for kids falling off bikes, maybe. Fuck, I could watch kids fall off bikes all day. I don't give a shit about your kids. All right. Booyakasha. Let us drop the mooring cable on this Zeppelin. Welcome to the Watch Your Mouth podcast. This is Ken Petrie coming to you from the newly established satellite office in New York City. Uh, back at the home studio, the world headquarters, we got Dan Kirk. You figure it out. Critter Spears. Hey, Ken, what's it like in the future? <laughs> An hour ahead of time? Yeah. I, I don't the know. I'm actually future. wondering. What to do. do you got flying cars now? Best I can surmise so far is that it's colder and the pizza's better. It's about, it's about all I can uh, more as as it comes. So the future's getting better. That's what I just heard from that yeah, statement. Yeah, it's, it's improving. It's, it's improving. Because what I hear is that back home already, like winter's kind of over. Um, no, I, no. See, yes, it's going to be it's going to get up to 80 and then it's going to drop down to the low 50s. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's... Then you know how Mardi Gras fucking is. Mardi mm-hmm. Gras is going to be hot, then freezing fucking cold, mm-hmm. and then hot, and then freezing fucking cold. And that's just Mardi Gras day. Yeah. yeah. That's just, yeah. that's just, yeah, that's just <laughs> that weekend. That's in a 12 hour span. It's going to, I mean, they really know how to, they really know how to fuck with you. Like, bring a jacket. You're going to regret doing it. Because you won't need it, and then when you don't, you're like, fuck, I regret not having it. So either way, it's just filled with regret. Just, yeah, just, just show up in shorts, in a, in a, uh, a, a tank top, and then a fucking parka. You got it all covered. You're bring right a, a, get a fleece vest and fingerless gloves. <laughs> and Crocs. Yeah, oh, Crocs. <laughs> Gotta have the Crocs. Crocs like, it for doesn't comfort. breathe, but there's holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll be okay. Just look like a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> or someone who, uh, you know, lives in the thrift store. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Thrift store shopping. Yeah, but Crocs are so expensive. Yeah. Are they? I think so. Not ones that have oh, been shit. worn. I guess, I guess now that they're a desirable item, I guess now that no, there's I, a I, demand I, for I them. I think that they're not as in demand as they were, what, like 15 years ago. Mm. Uh, but Yeah. But definitely, like, I think they're still kind of expensive. I don't know. I don't, I, I've never owned a pair, so I couldn't yeah. tell you. I haven't either. Yeah, they're looking yeah. like they're going for some some pricey little bits here. They're at least fifty bucks a pop. I'm just uh, doing a Are little. Are you thing. fucking kidding me? Yeah. Well, hang on. 20, okay. It's about twenty five bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty five. There's some some more luxury ones with flames on them. That's like fifty bucks. You know. I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> Still twenty five bucks. They yeah. help you run faster. Yeah, of course. Twenty five bucks for a pair of Crocs. You know, for that kind of fashion abortion. I don't. I don't mm. fucking know, man. Mm. Uh-uh. They're so comfy. <laughs> That's what they keep no. saying. That's what everybody keeps saying. They're just really light. Yeah. That's all it is. You can get yeah, Skechers under that light. Fuck it. Don't get no Crocs. Come on. They're light and it's foam. I mean, you're just walking in two wads of fucking foam. So yeah, it's going to be it's going to be like wearing slippers all the time, yeah. but <laughs> I have slippers that are super comfy. I wear them all the time. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, fuck, I'm not going to wear them out a, a huge amount of the time. I mean, I do wear them out from time to time. I mean, they got a hard sole. If I don't feel like, you know, getting putting on shoes, to go grab pizza, mm-hmm. I'm fucking putting on the slippers. Yeah, no, no, I've, uh, I've, I've or my Batman slip-ons. I've, I've started the slipper life <laughs> thanks to you, Critter. I have slippers every time I walk around my house. Slippers. She's so nice, man. Yeah, it's fucking. Legit. I know. I know people think it's cold weather shit, but once you start wearing them all the time, you're just like, it's fucking nice. It's a Critter oh. life hack right there. 
Well, I guess I need to jump on board with the the winter wear because it's um oh it's definitely winter here. Mm. But I got I got to tell you, I'm digging it. Uh, first couple of days here, not so much because it was like fucking negative eight wind chill. Oh fuck! That was the first time I've ever actually had ice bits form in my mustache. Wow! Like I was just going to like shield my face. I'm like, what the, what the fuck is this? There's frozen solids right there. Yeah. And what? I was sitting there going, is that, is that my breath? The like, you know, the, the, the just like the humidity crystallized mm. or is that frozen snot? I, 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 maybe both. When I was in Detroit, I had a negative wind chill or a wind chill of negative eight as well. And that was, I left the weekend before that, uh, polar vortex hit and they were in the negative fifties. <gasps> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. We were, yeah. The whole time we were making our way up, uh, we're looking at the, the forecast and we thought, oh shit, this, this is bad. But mm. then it was like, well, could be worse. Could be fucking Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Dude. But how cool is the term polar vortex? Right? It doesn't that oh, sound like yeah. a sub-zero finishing move. That sounds like a polar vortex. Sounds polar like a vortex. gladiator or something. It's, name or it something. sounds like the move like sub-zero would do. He would like spin you around mm-hmm. and then freeze you, mm-hmm. and then you just spin apart. Yeah, you're from, welcome midway in yeah. uh, you know neither realm studios. You can you can have that. I, don't know, I just think polar vortex. That's like something a shitty gas station calls its soda fountain. Oh, okay. Now, right. Or <laughs> or it's knockoff icy. Ooh, or their frozen yogurt. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. Okay. So when you do a swirl, it's a polar vortex. It's a polar vortex. Do you want vanilla, chocolate, or polar vortex? Polar vortex. Polar vortex. Most extreme. I like it. Uh, yeah, I'd probably eat that. Yeah, I fucks with that. I fucks with it. Yeah, I would fuck with that. Yeah, it'd be great. Get down if- to your local racetrack and fuck with the polar vortex dun, dun, dun. you remember when like everything was extreme what, what what do you think would be a cool thing to do now instead of extreme you know instead of those kind of like extreme words what if they did something just like i don't know subtle <laughs> i would like a subtle ice cream <laughs> a subtle dorito please you know, or, or or just you know, I don't mean the actual word subtle. Just something you know, like eh, you know, pleasing. Like, yeah. Would you like some pleasing punch? Uh, muted. Mute. Oh, good. Muted. Subdued. Subdued. Yes. There we go. Uh, docile. Or maybe maybe something a little bit more esoteric. You know, so people are like, "What the fuck is that even a word for?" What does that What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. I like muted Doritos be like a hint of dust. Yeah, yeah. see that it was or, like the Lacroix Doritos. I don't like it. Get the fuck see, out yeah, of here. That, that was exactly my first thought. Yeah, yeah you're gonna have like Lacroix Mountain Dew. Oh, <laughs> it's oh, just like oh. a little hint. Of- it's a, it's a little like they take a dropper and just put it into it, and that's it. I'm thinking just like a random word, you know, that's just kind of like ah. Okay, I'm actually looking that up now. I'm gonna just look up synonyms for the word calm. Uh, <laughs> Still, tranquil, quiet, serene, peaceful, pacific, undisturbed, restful, balmy. <laughs> balmy punched. Yeah, How gross is that? God, that sounds <laughs> terrible. Halcyon. There's your, there it is. There's your esoteric Halcyon. word. Yep. Yeah, Halcyon. Halcyon. Mm. Hel- Denoting a period of time in the past that was idyllically happy and peaceful. Ah, oh, perfect. The Halcyon, st- Halcyon days. <laughs> and then, like, why is it called Halcyon Doritos? Well... I remember the time. It was the most perfect time of my life. <laughs> and the Doritos it was the time I had my first Doritos. So it was a Halcyon time. <laughs> Halcyon Mountain Dew. I thought, you were, I thought you were asking, like, is there another word for extreme that could replace it? Like, unnecessary. Intense. 
ill-advised. <laughs> ill-advised. <laughs> I'll have the ill-advised Mountain Dew. Thank you very much. Are, are, are you sure? <laughs> I wouldn't advise it. <laughs> Life-threatening Mountain Dew. Now look at Google. <laughs> I was looking up words for extreme now, so I type in extreme, and Google thought, well, you just looked up words for calm, so did you want to look up extremely calm? <laughs> Fucking extremely uh, halcyon. <laughs> extremely halcyon. All right. Anesthetized. Extreme. Utmost, uttermost, very great, greatest, greatest possible, maximum, maximal, highest, ultimate, supreme, paramount, great, acute, major, intense, enormous, severe, high, superlative, exceptional, extraordinary. You're talking about my penis again, aren't you? <laughs> Extre <laughs> exceptional chode. <laughs> oh, stop it. Oh. So what do we do here, kid? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, you could, you could hear these fine trio of chodes. Uh, on SoundCloud, <laughs> iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. You can contact us through Facebook, uh, through our website, wimpodcast.com. Check us out on Twitter. We're on that gram. Uh, Twitter, by the way, is at uh, WIMshow. You can email us, podcastwim at gmail.com. You can voicemail us, 985-265-7726. That's can a preferred method, too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, totally, totally. We do, we do like the voicemails. Uh, you can also snail mail some shit, P.O. Box 5896, Slida, Louisiana, 70469. And if you are in a giving mood and you want to contribute to the show itself, we've got a Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash watchyourmouthpodcast. Uh, speaking of giving, that kind of leads me into what this entire show's shtick is. We are what we call a swearity. What in the fuck's a swearity, bro, Chacho? <laughs> See, there's there's your next Doritos flavor. <laughs> bro, Chacho. Oh, okay. All right. Doritos, bro, Chacho. It's, it's got to be like barbecue, beer batter. Whatever it is, it's going to be good. I can imagine. All right. That's, chew on that for a while. Okay. Think of a flavor for bro, Chacho. <laughs> okay. But to answer your question, a swearity is a combination of swearing and charity. That's what we do on this show. We uh, we swear a lot, but uh, we make up for all that bad language use. Ten cents per infraction go into an imaginary swear jar. And then at the end of every run of ten episodes, which we call a semester, we donate the proceeds to a charitable organization. This semester, which is semester 15, episode 149 already, right? Shit. Yeah, buddy. We're swearing on behalf of the Gary Sinise Foundation. And, uh... What exactly is that? Lieutenant Dan's got a charity? Fuck yes, he does. For veterans, for first responders, for their families, just an overall awesome group. Check them out, GarySiniseFoundation.org. You can see their mission statements, see a little bit more about what they're about, and uh, help us help them this semester. GarySiniseFoundation.org, this semester's charity swear jar recipient. And as far as what we got going on tap tonight, we're going to be getting into Larry's for a little bit, little cocktails and bullshit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm taking ourselves a break and when we come back we're gonna hit the arcade fuck yeah we are kid it's gonna be good and then moving on to tonight's topic of discussion which in the spirit of the stunt that i just pulled last week moving what do you like about it what do you not like about it do you have any particularly good moving stories um i think there's some material we can work with there oh yeah we got a we got a few i've moved around a lot yeah, more so than myself. I'll definitely say that for sure. I, I haven't either. I think, Dan, you and I are, yeah, we're, we're low on that totem pole. Well, no, I'm the lowest of the totem pole, Ken, because you're in fucking New York, buddy. <laughs> well, I mean, there's, there, 
See, all right, that's where we start measuring dicks. Is it <laughs> amount amount of times moved or distance moved? Because that's you know that in itself kind of has a mm. yeah yeah it's, uh, yeah, yeah. I, balances I, the stat card there a little bit, what? doesn't it, fucker? Me, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, look I'd at big dick over there. Both. I've done it all. <laughs> I have disrupted my life numerous times. <laughs> I got a U-Haul parked out back. I've never fully unpacked, ever. <laughs> I just uh, always got at least one box of toothbrushes and shit. Just that's me. Live out the, attic. That's me. Live out the box critter. <laughs> I actually switched from boxes to uh, plastic totes. Oh, that's yeah. totes. Totes my goat critter. <laughs> Oh. You just have one of those rolling conveyor belts like in a stock room. <laughs> just pack it up. Into the truck. Gone. Daryl, before we, before we bust out the peanuts in the tape, what do you say we uh, get a little schnockered? We should start Larry's by saying even Ken is remoting in to Larry's Land- Landlock Yacht Club. For those of you that don't know, Ken actually <laughs> moved to New York. We never made any kind of announcement. Yeah. yeah. No. This was just uh, one. It was just, hey, you're in New York now. So that's a thing. That's a real thing. That, He'll be there for, for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. get used to this sound, people. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to dial it in a little bit. Yeah. This is this is new for all of us. Yeah, this is our um, first time recording this way. Um, I, we So far, we think it's going well. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you don't like it, tough shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, uh, you know, blame Ken. It's his fault, son of a bitch. <laughs> Ken had you. to make some choices about his life to make it better. And <laughs> sold us right the fuck out. Don't <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do I'm stuff. I'm Ken. I want to do great things in my life. Son of a bitch. We love you. The fucking nerve of that prick. Yeah. No, Ken, we're happy for you. I think it's a good idea you're there, but yeah. uh, we want to keep the show going as, yeah. you know, Ken was the one, hey, let's fucking make it work. So we did. Thank Fuck you, Ken. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad that we're still doing this. And, and honestly, uh, this is, if you'll forgive a moment of schmaltz, when I was just sitting in a bunch of, like, unpacked boxes, just kind of sitting there going, well, fuck, what did I just do? <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I'm a time zone over. I'm freezing my ass off. This is uh oh shit. Oh shit. What um what kind of what really centered me more more so than I thought it would was putting on the headphones and editing last week's episode. That nice. just that did more than any cup of tea staring out the window could ever pull. Oh. Um that's my meditation is hearing the three of us say a bunch of disgusting shit <laughs> <laughs> and swearing up a storm and talking about jacking it. Uh, So also that being said, Ken, um, you know, uh, for the listeners, some other changes may be happening. We don't know yet. We may be changing the schedule of the show from weekly to biweekly. We don't know yet, but just be patient with us. We're figuring it all out. We want to make sure Ken make sure Ken has all the time he needs to pursue these things that he's going for. Mm -hmm. And we don't overwork him because let's face it, Dan and I do nothing. Yeah, no. (laughs) Slacktastic. That's what we do. We would say we're the talent, but that's clearly not the case either. So Ken's like the shark. And we're like those little fish that swim on the side eating up all the scraps. Yeah, the little parasite fish. Uh, No, they're symbiotic. They're symbiotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're good. We work as a team. We're a team. (laughs) 
Somewhat. <laughs> we don't bring anything to the party, but we don't take anything away. Right. You right. know, we're just kind of like there. Yeah. It's like we show up to a party, bring five bucks, and drink a couple beers. Yeah. That's us. Don't talk. Don't interact. We just drink a little bit of the beer. Bang, I think bang. you just described like all three of us at a party. Although <laughs> I, I show up, you know, put the five bucks in, and then like, all right, that's it. I, I just bought my ticket to demolish all the Oreos. Yes. <laughs> Whatever's on that table. I'm and just they better up. fucking have queso, otherwise I'm flipping tables. Yes. <laughs> and not in a good way. Normally I would upend the table and just like pull a Slimer. Just let it all fall into my fucking mouth and hit the floor. <laughs> pull a Slimer. That's brilliant. <laughs> I think you coined that, bro. <laughs> Fuck yeah, pull on a Slimer. <laughs> that could be a double on tongue. Which does sound, it does sound like <laughs> jerking off. Yeah, now that, I, now that I hear it again out loud. Your love. Beautiful. <laughs> if you don't think that's happening, you guys are crazy. <laughs> oh, man. But I, I tend to go more for an analogy of, uh, rather than symbiotic sucker fish, uh, you know, like three legs to a bar stool. You know, a little bit, bit of a tripod thing oh, going. Okay. okay. Yeah, All but right. two Take are wobbly. Two of those ones are kind of like off-center, so they're like, you're always rocking this one side. You're like, mother, you gotta put a sugar packet on her side. <laughs> a little loose on each side, and then you got that one rock. How the pillar. fuck does that happen at bars? I don't Do know. they buy tables immediately that shake? That wobble I, like that? I, re I really don't know. Like, how I, do they machine something to be that shitty? They're like, all right, we're going to machine this, so it should be the same every fucking time. Right. Right? Yeah. So something yeah. happened, and they're designed like, yeah, hey, make it wobbly. Or just the, the floor is never as level as you think it is. You it know just, what? You, you think, like, this is a solid linoleum, like, tiled floor. How could this possibly have any waves in it? <laughs> right. This topographical <laughs> terrain. Sure enough. <laughs> Where I'm sitting, it's just raw, 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 raw. It's like a fucking rodeo bar. Or maybe this is all a ploy by bars to spill your drinks so you buy more fucking drinks. That's what it is. That's what it yeah, fucking is. You know, when you put, put your elbow on the table a little too hard, you're like, oh, there you go. slimer the table <laughs> over into your neighbor. And that's why you give him martini glasses. That's it, man. Oh, you martini it glasses out. and wobbly tables. That's, that is the hidden money market of bars. God damn God. it. We figured it just, out. God. Just thinking about that gives me fucking hives. Like, oh. I hate <laughs> thinking oh. a wobbly-ass glass on a wobbly fucking table. Jesus. Oh. oh, man. Never stood a fucking chance. What are we fucking drinking? <laughs> All right, tonight. What the fuck are we drinking? Tonight, we are having the siesta. Oh. I could go for siesta. I'm pretty fucking tired. Nap time, kid. So... Yeah. What's in the siesta? It's pretty fucking simple. Um, you gotta have some juices though. That's the only fuck you part of this. So it's juice, juice, motherfucker said juice. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah. So it's a one and a half ounce of tequila, a half ounce of a bitter liqueur like Campari or you know one of those other ones that are bitter as fuck. Mm -hmm. if, um, mm -hmm. if you don't like the bitter, cut that down. Maybe even just a spoonful. That shit can get you. Okay. Um, half ounce fresh lime juice, half ounce fresh grapefruit juice so buy it in a fucking little squeeze bottle for the lime juice and then the grapefruit juice good luck finding it little squeeze key um wow okay. and then half ounce simple syrup oh okay and to make this you combine all ingredients in a shaker with ice of course and then you shake it like really fucking hard you know, like you're imitating like a jerk off motion, but you have two hands for some reason. Like it's shake the piss out of yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you need two hands for your fucking dick. Get out of here. Calm <laughs> <laughs> down, there, Robocock. <laughs> and then strain into a coupe glass. That's right, a motherfucking coupe glass. And we have yes. the perfect glasses for that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. And if you want, garnish with a lime wheel. Okay. Or a quarter lime. A lime wheel. Yeah, it says oh, lime that's... wheel. 
but fucking, you know, do a quarter. You know, a quarter lime. Way fucking easier. Hmm. Yeah, wheels are a bit of a pain in the ass. Plus, you end up burning through a lot more lime if you're doing whole wheels. I mean, I'm sure that looks good for the photo, but then, like, all right, take the picture and then chop the rest of your lime up, and you got three more drinks you can make with that. Yeah. So the history behind this is uh, it was invented by bartender Katie Stipe during her time at Flatiron Lounge around 2006. So it's a relatively new drink, and it's apparently okay. a take. Uh, and they, by the way, they use the word a more esoteric classic, oh. the Hemingway daiquiri. Oh, okay. So I didn't know there was a Hemingway daiquiri. I mean, I oh knew yeah, that absolutely, he, absolutely. He loved rum and he drank, so it yeah, yeah. makes sense. And that, that's that super simple daiquiri. You know, it's not a frozen thing. It's actually a cocktail. They're, they're pretty fucking good. If you've never had one, Ken, I'm sure you'll be able to find one up there. So fucking go to any place and get it because they'll fucking have it. You know what I'm looking for? Uh, I'll tell you after we get out of Larry's, but I'm going to tell you what the fuck I'm looking for. But, um, yeah, I'd imagine there's probably also around here anyway a lot of craft cocktails. I will tell you this. Most places I've been to are consistently priced between 9 to $13. Okay. All right. For yeah. craft cocktails. That's about right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah honestly. I, I think it's a pretty fair price. Now, I could be wrong, but based on how few of them I do drink, instead of, like, drinking, hammering down rum and Cokes. Right. Where you're paying, like, $5 for a giant cup of it and it tastes like shit. Yeah, get a some- drink. <laughs> Get, get something you're going to savor. Yeah, get something that you can just kind of sip on, and it'll last a whole fucking, like, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, without yeah, having... Dollar-wise, it, it, yeah, it, 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 might it works out. out. It might even out. there, Julian. Oh, it just depends. If you want to get hammered, this is crack cocktails are not for you. No, no, no. You know? Honestly. It's kind of like nah. beer. You don't want to get shit house on expensive IPAs. For one, Dude. it's fucking tough yeah. to fucking yeah. drink that much. You know, like, hey, we're leaving. Let's chug that beer. Uh, Let me tell you, when you have to chug an IPA, it ain't mm-mm. cool. Oh, it's a punishment, man. <laughs> it ain't cool. Fucking... It's, like, what? it's like chugging wine. That's a challenge. Yeah. You ever try to chug wine? No. It ch- wine is so delicious <laughs> as a sip. Uh, yeah. You know, you're like, mm, that's fucking good. Chug it. Yeah. Try to chug it. You're going to be like, what the fuck was it? It's easier just to chug straight bourbon. I, I've no done, problem. I've done the See. double sip on wine and regretted it every time. I'm like, like a big gulp. Oh, like a fuck. big gulp of it. You're like, oh, God. Oh, it's so much different. Yeah, a little bit kind of goes up the back of your nose. Kind of. Oh, oh, that's that peppery taste. Like, oh, there it is. I didn't let the tannins out enough. Fuck. Yeah, you soak your palate in it directly. Yeah, that's how you get it. That's like getting co- too close to the mic. It just it clips out. No, no. Too much. Oh, too much, too much. Um, yeah, so the craft cocktails, I, uh, between 9 to $13 is usually what I see most things at, depending on the liqueur. Unless they're doing some kind of fucking super fancy thing, like a French 75 with Dom Perignon, mm. then get the fuck out of there, Ken. You don't want to fuck around with a place like that. No, 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 yeah, you're right. If I do find something, um, yeah, if I find some snazzy cocktails, I'll definitely send them your way because, I mean, it's it's and it'll be a high bar to, to clear with the, the kind of stuff you typically post on Fridays. Yeah. But oh, you, I'll, you I'll mean do the, what stuff, I can. the stuff I make from the bullshit that I have in my house? Exactly. <laughs> from your ever-expanding liqueur library. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm t- you know, I keep thinking about, like, where does all my money go? Oh, yeah, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> booze. That's where it goes. But, oh. And it's not even booze really for me. It's for the fucking show. You know, I make one drink and now I have this fucking giant bottle of creme de violet, man. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do that shit? But you look so fancy. You've got this repertoire of awesome. I know. Someone's like, hey, can I have a drink? Yeah, what do you want? Blah, 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 blah. Well, I'll just have a, I'll just have a, a bourbon and Coke. You're like, man, fuck you. <laughs> 
so uh, well, suburban. what you do is you just push that shit on your guests. So you, want they, they come you, want in like, you want some melon liqueur in that shit or what? Yeah. Right. Or just completely ignore them. Like, what are you having? I'll just do a uh, Jack and Coke. All right. Iced creme de violet coming up. <laughs> Arsenic and lace coming up. <laughs> bang, bang. I'll just have a beer. You got it. Chartreuse. Be right back. I'm not giving out chartreuse, man. <laughs> if I get chartreuse, that shit's staying with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's made by get... monks. That monk shit. I should get a bottle, but that shit's expensive. It is. It Jesus. Is, but, uh, that's some good monk juice. Yeah. yeah, those monks know what they're fucking they're doing. <laughs> we ain't got nothing else to do. Let's fucking get hammered. See, and you were talking about chugging wine. Now you got me thinking of a wine bottle that has a second horizontal cork down toward the base. <laughs> so you pop the top cork, then you pop that side cork. And just oh, shotgun. It. Oh God! Ooh. That would be so terrible. Uh, it would, wouldn't it? That would be the stuff. Of I really years. think you could take a shot, like a big, big glass of liquor, before you could take down a big glass of wine. A big thing of wine. I, yeah, I think you would get that horrendous hangover headache while you're drinking it. I just feel like somebody's gonna chime in and be like, "You guys are bitches." Probably. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like that's any fucking news to us. <laughs> There's going to be some mom of three that's just going to chime in. You have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, do you? Someone who's chugging wine. If they're if they're chugging white wine, different than red. I'm I'm speaking specifically of red wine, by the way. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Because white wine is chuggable. Red wine is not. Mm. No, mm. no. She'd, she'd probably just say something like, you ever see those ads for space bags? I'll do that with the fucking inside of a box wine Jesus. in like 10 seconds. It's kind of... Shrink it down to nothing. I can see the text now. Just like someone doesn't know how to drink their mommy juice right, okay? <laughs> Whatever. Wine's great. Yeah, fuck, it is. fuck y'all. It is good. Oh, fucking wine's delicious. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I've, got, I've got nothing against wine. It's just like you know, consuming large volumes of it in a short period of time. Yep, oh, it. I can sip the hell out of it pretty quickly, though. Yeah. Oh, sure. It's a what fast sipper. You got to sip, though. It's like one of those little, you know, those little birds that, you know, ding down, like ding, ding. Yeah, little, yeah, little wine bird. <laughs> yeah, little wine bird. I'm like a wine bird. It's kind of like, boop, boop. That's all you need. Wet your beak a little. <laughs> uh, but you drink too uh, much, you want to take a siesta. Uh, yeah. Uh, the siesta. Have one in the middle of the day. Speaking of naps, I was listening to... A, uh, Please don't say our show. <laughs> just two minutes in. <laughs> God damn it. Fucking boring. I was listening to a, a random podcast about finance, um, which that's not what caused the nap. The, the expert that the host was talking to uh, introduced a concept called the Nappuccino. Have either of you heard of this? No. no. Check this out. I actually want to try this because if this works, and apparently it does because he mentioned it. But he also said uh, apparently military guys do it, doctors do it, uh, students. Uh, if this works, and again, it sounds like it does, then this is a certifiable life hack. The way that the Nappuccino works, apparently it takes about 20 minutes for caffeine to hit our system. Okay. So what you do is you ingest caffeine. And I don't mean like gently sip on a latte. You got a fucking like mommy wine shotgun. Yeah, okay. Some some coffee, just like a cup of black coffee. I just gag it the fuck down and then take about a 15 to 20 minute nap. By the time the caffeine kicks in, you're ready to go. 
Exactly. Ah. You wake up right when that shit's hitting and fuck, you hit the ground running. Well, then also, if you think about it, if you if you were to take the coffee in quick, it warms up your system and gets you comfy. So I guess if you're you down that shit, lay down and get comfortable, I could see that working out pretty well. It does not. Coffee does not do that to me because coffee, I drink it black and hot. So when you drink it black and hot, that first couple sips are very pungent. Mm -hmm. And that. It's got some pow. That that fucking assault on your taste buds wakes wakes oh, me the yeah. fuck up because you're like, wow, wow, why do I like it like this? And then you keep drinking, like, oh, okay, it's pretty. Fucking That's good. why it tastes really pretty good. fucking good. Now, what what this guy was saying is, he'll you're not even doing it for flavor. This is like taking medicine. He will he will brew it. He will immediately dump it over ice down the whole thing, oh, and okay, it's nap time. Oh. Yeah, so see, my, not, that's that's hmm? also counting that you can fall asleep easily. That's not my thing. Or maybe you do it when you're exhausted. So, you know, it's like a, it's like taking a bunch of like Adderall or something else. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I'm going to fall asleep up. anyway. Fuck it. Yeah. All right. I'm tired. I'm going to do this because I still got to get up and boom. That is something else that he mentioned is that it just, as weird as it might sound, like taking a nap is a skill that you have to learn, like learning how to fall asleep quickly. That makes sense. Because not everyone can do it because I can't fucking do it. If I can Fuck go to no. sleep or, like quickly, that'd be fucking amazing. Oh, I would put that on my resume. Like, right? can sleep on command. God damn. And everyone would see that. Yeah, let me roll that. Uh, sleep on command. That's impressive. Do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do it right now in this yes. fucking office. They write down, fell asleep during interview. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not good. <laughs> like, you just kind of tuck the rejection letter in his pocket. It's like, I just let him sleep. Uh, he looks so cozy. He's like an angel. I'm not going to hire you. You're so fired. And then they do their little kiss on your forehead. <laughs> I'm not going to hire you. <laughs> Just close the door. He's walking in. Shh. He's asleep. <laughs> and he's fired. So is that, okay. what you, is that what you wanted to tell us after Larry's? When we were in Larry's? Was it about the nap thing? I wanted, wanted to tell you is what I'm looking for. You mentioned like, you know, what to see around the city. I got to find a, uh, a pizza joint. Is it, Just, a, is it a Oh, dude, speaking of. I went to a surprisingly fucking fantastic pizza joint in Detroit. Hmm. No shit. Detroit okay. had some fucking good food, man. Really? Yeah. Uh, some, by the way, the pizza was fucking amazing. It was, it was, uh, now, does Detroit have their own style? They do, heard... but we didn't get okay. it. Oh. Okay, okay. So it's like a Chicago deep dish, but not as deep, apparently. But what we got was just this place. It was called Pie Sci. It was like for pizza science or whatever. Okay. And it was, <laughs> it was fucking really good pizza. And then, like, we went to this brunch place, you know, so, so guess what kind of people work? They're fucking hipsters. Mm-hmm. And they had, like, you know, those Korean kimchi fries with sriracha, mayo, or whatever. Man. I had yeah. duck confit uh, hash browns. Jesus. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. awesome. It was fucking, it, well, it's, it's that heavy French influence of yeah. what, I, hipsters, I don't, I don't fucking know. Duck confit. But it was fucking good. Chevrolet. <laughs> <laughs> the Chevrolet. Damn. I mean, it was hipsters, so it was no surprise. It wasn't like, oh, this is what they're known for or whatever. Right. And, you know, th- it's yeah. not like regional food. <laughs> it's just good food. It's just good food, right. right. And well, and the thing is, like with the pizza joints, I'm, I, of course, because it's New York, you just got to advertise and hustle like fucking mad. So every place I pass up, there are little signs that say authentic Italian, world famous, blah, 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 whatever bullshit buzzword they can come up with. Right, right. So I'm trying to find one that's on that fence between, all right, it actually is good. This will fucking blow you away. 
but it hasn't been featured on some travel show, so it's mm-hmm. not like a line out the door from fucking open to close. Right, right. You got to find that happy medium, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. sure you will. There's probably, like, tons of great pizza places that are undiscovered. I'm doing air quotes here. Man, shit. I mean, you can find places like that all over New Orleans. Oh, totally. Understood. Yes. Yes. Thank God you can. Yeah. Because I, you know, that's a... That's the one thing. It's like everyone's like, "Oh, we got to go to Portocol." Do you really, or do nah. you really just want a hamburger? I mean, come on. I could never get into fucking Portocol. I mean, that's uh, that's still on my bucket list to get in that goddamn place. But every time I've gone, there's just been a crowd spilling out on Esplanade. And what's the other one uh, for the? Is it like Mamas or something like that? I'm oh, that breakfast place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like no, no. That. It was uh, Yo Mamas. Uh, it, was, yeah. it was another burger joint on St. Peter, which uh, apparently closed down. Oh no shit! Oh yeah. Well, damn. It. Well, in the last time I went, I noticed that the quality was a little down. Like it. Did you guys? I mean, it's still a good burger. Don't get me wrong, but uh-huh. and I was just I was being very apologetic about asking. Like I'm not asking to be a dick, but like, did you guys change something? And the server kind of looked at me and said, yeah, the, um, we've had a change in staff. The manager got all coked up and chased everybody out with a bat. <laughs> like, that's, that's the best fucking story I've ever heard about right. what's going on in a restaurant. Yeah. Well, that sounds that there that is for you. Yeah. <laughs> like we've had a bit of a personnel shift, like cut to boss running around like Scarface. No! Get the fuck out of my restaurant. Say hello, my little friend. What I wanted to ask was, so just staff or like staff and customers? Because the customers, that'd have to be a pretty fucking good burger. If you can just sit there and keep enjoying your burger while some coked up maniac with a bat is chasing everybody out of the building. Get the fuck no. out! Get the fuck out! No, man. No, 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 no. Don't do that to me. I'm going to eat this fucking burger. <laughs> what, what is that? Rumalud? It's fucking amazing. Mm, mm. So, uh, break? Yeah, let's have a Take little break. Take a little break, ski. Sweet. All right, we're going to take ourselves a little break, and when we come back, I'm going to hop into the arcade. Fuck yeah, we are, kid. And then uh, grab the tape and get ready to bust a hernia. It's moving day, bitches. (laughs) Stick around, we're going to be right back with you. Are you looking for a nerd podcast that touches on every walk of nerd culture? Well, look no further. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is the podcast for you. We cover nerd culture, news, new movie reviews, bad movie reviews, video games, comics, with sprinkles of nerdy nostalgia throughout. Somewhat Nerdy Radio is a flagship podcast of the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Find us on every podcast app or stream it on somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi, I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. All right. Yeah, we are indeed back. So let us waste no time, even though there's an hour between us. <laughs> Dan, Fucker. to the arcade, please. Movies. Technology. Gaming. It's Dan's Arcade. 
You're goddamn right it is, kids. I'm excited. You should be excited. There's some fucking great shit out this week for us to check <clears> out. <throat> Let's not waste any time. Let's jump into the theatre. Mm -hmm. Out this week is a fun little flick that I'm excited to see. Uh, it's based off an anime that's well known to a lot of the anime nerds from back in, uh, I think, 80s. I'm going to go out on a break there, maybe late 80s, early 90s. I don't fucking know. Didn't do enough research. Anyway, here we go. Uh, it's going to be <laughs> <laughs> Alita Battle Angel is now available for you to watch in the theater. Uh, and it uh, stars Christoph Waltz, uh, Jennifer Connelly's in this bad boy, and then Rosa... I'm going to try this. Salzar is the main, uh, you know, badass known as Alita. Um, okay. This, this looks fun. Uh, Ed Sheeran's in this as well as Zappin. Uh, this is going to be a very interesting flick, and I'll just read you the little, little, little summary right here. An action-packed story of a young one young woman's journey to discover the truth of who she is and her fight to change the world. So... That's it's about as generic as you can get. Yeah, yeah, that's very generic, you know. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've seen a trailer of this, but it just looks like, you know, hi, yes, you're a robot. I'm a badass robot. You're a fighting robot. You're oh, murder, murder, murder. Oh, my God. No, you're a robot with human emotion. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> short circuit? What? <laughs> is this the, is this the badass like version of short circuit? Mega um, Man. Short Circuit was the badass version of Short Circuit. Okay, okay? you're right. I'm sorry. I, I <laughs> Your mother back. was a snowblower, Dan. <laughs> whoa, whoa. All hey, right. laser lips. Your mother was a snowblower. Johnny Five's alive, motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Alive and well. Mm -hmm. yeah, don't, don't forget, he was a member of Los Locos for a little while. Mm -hmm. He's yeah. not to be fucked with. Yes, this is true. This is true. They'll kick the shit out of you. Uh, but uh, Alita, man, this is... Um, so what's up with her big eyes, bro? Um... Uh, I'm Is gonna, there a reason? I'm going yeah, to associate that. Why they give her lemur faces? The original uh, anime or manga uh, portrayed her with very wide or larger than normal eyes. I think that might be a design. It's, but then again, if you look at a lot of anime, a lot of the eyes are very expressive, very huge, and larger than normal. So that's just in keeping with I think anime so. art. I think so. Um, although this is supposed to be a live action, and you know, normally in live action they you know equate it to you know real life, whereas I think uh, with Alita they've done a total of uh, a full. It is a full CG character. You know, probably some mocap, tons of mocap in this bad boy right here. Um, See, mocap just sounds like the shorthand term for something you get in a coffee shop, and it sounds delicious, and now I want one. <laughs> Motion capture. Is that better for you, Kenny? I mean, I know what it's short for, but I'm just saying, I don't know what a mocap is, but no. it's, you know, it's a mocha cappuccino. That's what the fuck a mocap <laughs> is. Now I want one. I have a one, uh, one venti mocap, please. And uh, you know it's it, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll use motion capture for the whole time uh, from now on. Okay, buddy. Yeah. Keep your dorklingo to yourself. Say mo mocha cappuccino. <laughs> mocha cappuccino. So they have some pretty impressive mocha cappuccino going on in this movie. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just realized this. One of the writers for this was James Cameron. You know, uh, there's, there's there's some big names attached to this. This is exciting, y'all. I've seen the original anime and I've seen some of the, the manga, not much of it. I haven't read the uh, uh, official manga for this, but like, honestly, after seeing the trailers and all the little clips and fun things that they put out for this movie, I, I think this is going to be a fun flick. And I really hope so because it's been, you know, they've been showing clips of this for a while now. I'd say at least two years they've been 
showing. I was going to say, I've been seeing this for a while. And when it said that it's, in fact, the last trailer that I saw for it, mm-hmm. that ah, I guess that's out on DVD now. It's like, oh, shit, it's actually playing now. Oh, ah, okay. right. That's- right. Yeah, that's and, and, and it's fallen in that, you know, I, it, would you call this the dead zone? Critter, February 14th is when it releases. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I guess technically this is kind of like the dead zone because, you know, between January to March, yeah, yeah. parts of March is kind of mm-hmm. like the where they put some of the less popular movies or the movies they don't have a lot invested in, you know, or hopes that it's going to be, a, you know, it's not blockbusters. Mm-hmm. So, but I think the way they're putting out movies these days, because Black Panther came out in February. And it's mm-hmm. fucking over a billion dollars and nominated for an Academy Award, so there right. you go. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think they're... Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, and then they moved in the summer, and it did just as well, if not a little better, uh, whatever it ended up doing. <clears throat> but I think they're just kind of bridging the gaps because they're just making so many, like, movies that people are excited about. Yeah, right on. That, you know, it's all that dork n- nostalgia points is really what they're putting in these things and end up doing pretty well. So whether this will hit it or not, um, I was not familiar with this property Mm. so you know i don't have a strong desire to see it it looks cool Mm -hmm. but it looks like something i'll just catch on like on demand or streaming yeah i'm gonna see it in the theaters not gonna lie definitely gonna check this out in the theaters this will be fun for me uh i don't know i'm gonna have to rope some peeps in i don't know if i can get anybody to come see it i don't think i'd be pissed if i saw it in theaters but it's just not something i would like oh my god i gotta go see it you know it's like when a marvel movie comes out or okay even even I hate to say it, even the DC movie, I'll fucking, I'll fucking go see it. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, uh, let's go ahead and rate this bad boy. So, Alita, yeah. Battle Angel, I'm going to give it four fucks for you to see in the theater. And uh, those are four hard-hitting fucks, because uh, if it's anything like the anime or anything like the manga, it is going to be fucking brutal. It is a rough thing. But this is the scary part, I will point out, it's PG-13. Mm. Uh, I don't. I don't know if they're going to get away with that factor that they're going to be fighting against, like you know, other cyberpunk robots or enhanced humanoids, where they're going to get ripped up and you know, instead of them being like blood and, and meat and shit, it's going to be like Samurai <laughs> Jack rules, huh? Yeah, I, honestly, I feel like it's going to be Samurai Jack rules for this, mm. and that's how they're going to get that PG thirteen rating uh, and still keep it brutal because th- this was a pretty rough show. I don't know, I man. I mean, like realistically so many things are pg-13 and they're mm-hmm. so good uh, that kind of shit doesn't bother me yeah. what bothers me when they do a horror movie pg-13 which they still right. have really good ones that are pg-13 you know like your um uh, i think the conjurings were weren't they pg-13 i think so i think i, I think they were yeah. but yeah. just still scare the shit out of you yeah they're still very scary but they're not you know could they have been scary if there are maybe you know, that's that's up to someone else to decide, but then they limit their audience of who would see a scary movie. Because I kind of feel like younger people are more interested in scary... I can't tell you how many of my friends are fucking terrified mm-hmm. of scary movies. Like, oh, I can't even fucking know. Won't even touch it. Thank God for the people that do like them, because it, they are fun movies to watch. They yeah. aren't usually good, but some of them are good, but they're just fun to watch. It looks like actually the uh, Conjuring was rated R one and two. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I didn't. I didn't think that. I thought they were PG thirteen, honestly. And well, even it, at PG thirteen, I'm like, yeah, I don't even watch it. even I'm still, the f- there's a lot of good scary movies that are PG thirteen. Oh yeah. Totally. When they make an R, I think that's it's just a, a, a solid move. Mm. You know, it's gutsy. Yeah. But it's solid because you can really go into scary with it. Mm-hmm. PG thirteen, it feels like they just kind of pull a lot of punches from being scary. Not like outwardly gross, scary, you no know, jump things, but right. like 
terror, something that's going to stick with you. Yeah. When yeah, you have right. an adult running from room to room, turning on lights, you know, turn off the lights, beat, beat the darkness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Don't 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 let yeah, it get dark. Exactly. You're fucked. You're fucked, bro. When you're 30 and doing that, the movie did a good job. Yeah. Totally. Totally. All right, that was the only flick that's out in the theaters that I'm interested in seeing. Let's move on to what you can own this week. Uh, out this week, there's only one thing that needs to be in my collection. Uh, I have yet to see this. I'm just going to let you know, I didn't get the chance to watch this in theaters, but I heard amazing things about this, and I really, really enjoy this band's music. This is Bohemian Rhapsody. It's now available for you to own on Blu-ray, DVD, digital, all that good shit. I saw Solid it. movie. I saw it. It was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. See. Um, uh, I was listening to Billiam's show um, with Future Flicks with Billiam, mm -hmm. and he was uh, going into it that uh, a lot of the uh, nominations for this movie were pulled because Brian Singer got into some shit. Oh, did he? Yeah. Really? Bad shit. No. Yeah, what? I would advise you to go either look up the news or listen to Billiam's show to check that out, where we'll get into it here. Wow. But, Wait. um... Fuck. Brian Singer? Yeah, as in X-Men's Brian Singer. Yeah, the director of this movie. Yeah. Wow. Oh shit. Okay. Damn. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll have to look that All up right. later. Fuck. Yeah. It's um apparently, yeah, that's a big smudge mark on this mm. otherwise pretty great movie. Yeah, cuz uh, uh Remy Malik, I think uh he he fucking killed it. <gasps> he fucking killed it. He dude. absolutely killed it. The, you know, it followed his life, but it, like I think it kind of played into a lot of, you know, you saw a lot of the band which was nice too. Yes. You know, exactly. cuz it made it seem yeah. like it wasn't just Freddie Mercury, it yeah. was like overall the whole fucking group. Which was nice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Plus the whoever they got to play Brian May, I mean, just fucking identical. It's it, it was amazing. And not to say that Remy Malik didn't do an awesome job as Freddie Mercury, because yeah, he definitely uh, with the mouth prosthesis and everything. But the guy that played uh, Brian May, fucking ridiculous. Looked exactly. It was like a carbon copy. Uh, I'm not gonna. Well, I'm gonna attempt his his name, uh, Guillaume uh, Lee. I mean. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but uh, yeah, no, I can see that. that guy. Yeah, that guy. Uh, Gilliam Lee, I guess uh, uh, Gil it's a G-W-I-L-Y-M Lee. Yeah. It must be Welsh. Yeah, something like that, but no, I can't like definitely... It's spelled like that, but it, it's he's Welsh, so it's pronounced yeah. Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I can I can see from his facial features here, you know, just looking at his like little photo here for IMDb. That's pretty amazing. God. Who is he playing? Uh Brian May. The guitarist. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who is also an addition to being the guitarist for Queen, also uh, I think he's award winning. But uh, uh anyway, astrophysicist. What the fuck? And uh Oh yeah, they talked about also, that. They also talked knighted. a lot. Yeah. They talked a lot about that in the movie. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, Freddie Mercury is basically saying, yeah, you can you can either go off and do nerd shit or you can be the lead guitarist for Queen. Yeah. British astrophysicist Kinda. and guitar musician, member of Queen. Wow. Mm. Insane. Yeah. No shit. Brainy bastard. Rip Fucking dork. <laughs> what a musical dork. So with that being said, Bohemian Rhapsody is out for you to own. I'm going to give it four fucks. And that's for you to own on Blu-ray, 4K, digital, and DVD. All four right. fat bottom fucks. Yeah, four fat bottom. Oh, that's a good one. Four fat bottom fucks. Good job, Kenny. <laughs> All right, video games out this week. A new addition to Ubisoft's big title, or one of their big titles, 
Uh, this is a part of the Far Cry series. Far Cry New Dawn is available for you to check out. Um, this is uh, actually in addition to the original uh, Far Cry 5 that came out not too long ago. Uh, I'm going to read you a brief, brief little synopsis. The world as we know has ended, but Hope County's uh, story is far from over. 17 years after the global nuclear collapse, the survivors of the, uh, have emerged into a world reclaimed by vibrant super bloom, in quotations, of uh, plant and animal life and has started to build a new world from the wreckage of the old. So Super bloom, huh? Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm just going to point out, as far as looking at the website, all the screenshots and everything, the original Far Cry 5 was very, you know, outdoorsy, you know, uh, I would say in the northern part of America. And it is like, you know, country. It's very much up there in the country, you know? Right. Um, whereas this, this is vibrant, man. They have upgraded a lot of the, the colors that are in this uh, game and it's like lots of hot pinks. Uh, there's some teals, some bright reds, everything. I, this is a different game altogether. Um, but, you know, like I said, this is Far Cry 5 with some new DLC for you to enjoy. Um, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I own Far Cry 5. I have yet to complete it because I'm a slacker. I haven't played enough <laughs> video games. Not going to lie. I haven't beat it yet. But uh, my brother, you know, uh, Mike, you know, this is definitely one of the games that he loves and enjoys. Um, and he is highly big into the Far Cry series. And that's why I bought it. Because this is also ah. a game you can play co-op with. Okay. Just so you know. You can play co-op. You can play multiplayer where you do like deathmatch and shit like that. Uh, and then also it's got a great story mode. Lots of great stories to go in the Far Cry series. So uh, I'm going to have to give this, uh, you know, for myself, being a video gamer and a big fan of the Far Cry series, I'm going to give it four and a half fucks for you to own and play. A little extra on top because I am a big fan of the Far Cry series. So honestly, it's worth a play. It's worth buying. You should own this in your collection. So with that, kids, that will end Dan's Arcade for this round. If you did not spend all your tokens, save them for next week. Ta-ta till next time, assholes. You know, it's something I thought of. I remember hearing, like, I, I played a lot of the Mega Man games, right? And you, right. you see the little cutscenes in between levels, like when you get to certain points. Mm-hmm. And there was one that... Uh, I can't. It was it was a, a Doctor Light, uh, the good guy. Yeah, Doctor Light. Yeah, who who designed um, Rockman? Designed Mega- whatever he is, Mega Man. Yeah, uh, there's this whole bit where he's kind of lamenting. Is like, ah, I thought I intended for you to be an instrument of peace, but mm-hmm. it seems you are destined for a life of war. Like my arm's a fucking cannon. Yeah, what 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 part of peace was that supposed to be, Batman? Um, or, I, I, are you sure? Or what are you expecting? Jesus. Really? I mean, he looks friendly. Dr. Light's a big, you know, is a, well, actually, he's a stout fellow with a big, large, fluffy white beard. He looks like fucking Santa Claus in a lab coat, honestly, you know? He does. I'm just going to give you a Mega Buster arm cannon. That's, uh, that's peaceful. Don't worry about yeah. that. Thank you, Dan. No problem, bro, Chacho. Did anyone figure out what bro Chacho tastes like yet? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like, like smoky cheese, some bacon um, and cool ranch. Definitely cool ranch. I feel nice. like cool ranch would be a part of it. So it's an amalgamation of all the flavors. It's the all chip. Yeah. Come back to me. Come back to me. All right. Listeners, if you can think of something, go for it. Yeah. yeah. But in the meantime, 
All right, we're going to move on to the main topic of discussion. Moving. Uh, what? Have you, where? Where have you moved? What? Did, what was the process like? What do you like or dislike about moving? Okay. Um, well, I guess I since I recently moved, I guess I'll start us off. That's probably logical. We'll yeah. get this shit show going there, Kenny. Let's do it. Okay. Um, yeah, recently I've been here a week as of yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, so I'm still still a couple of things that were waiting to unpack because we've got um, former tenants that'll be moving some of their stuff out, and we've got some more furniture. We've got some another small pieces of furniture we need to get in here. But what I will tell you, I love most about the moving process is the culling of the shit. Yeah. Just going on a fucking rampage and throwing shit out. I Fuck this, fuck this, fuck <laughs> you, fuck this. I got fucking ruthless. Like, I know that there's, oh, what the hell's her name? Kondo? Apparently that's super popular now. Oh. Uh, Marie, Marie Kondo. Uh, oh, yeah, the minimalist chick? The minimalist, exactly. It's like, that's, that. everyone's riding that wave right now. But, oh. um, like, I've been working my way toward minimalism for quite a while. And I gotta say, I did. I think I did pretty good moving here. I mean, uh, there were the yeah. I I can definitely vouch for that, bro, Chacho. Um, I'm gonna keep using that, by the way. Um, the thing <laughs> is, is like when 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 Ken was saying like, oh man, I gotta go move and stuff like that. I was like, all right, man, I'll come help you out. You know, me and uh, Mike came out there to help him, and he's like, uh, okay, well, and Mike and I basically while they packed up his stuff, we started throwing stuff into a U-Haul and everything like that. Well, we got in there and got the first load going, and Ken's like, okay, well, we'll be uh, ready for the next load after this. I was like, what fucking next load? You ain't got shit, bro. And he's like, (laughs) (laughs) like, it's like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, the fucking van is not even full all the way. I mean, we've got all your furniture, all your stuff you're not bringing with you. It's all packed. It's like... And Ken was like, "You're fucking lying." I was like, "Go look out in the truck." <laughs> I mean, honestly, Ken, you, you, I, I would love to be as minimalistic as you are with what you have, man. I mean, you were doing it right, bro. I appreciate that because I'm even looking around here with the shit I haven't unpacked yet. Going, Ken, did I really need to bring that? Yes, really? You did. Yes, you did. You need. Oh, some. Yeah, I guess so. sooner or later I'll find a use for it. Right. But um, yeah, that was, it's very, it's very cleansing. It's very cathartic just to load up like contractor bags full of shit. And I don't even mean things that are, that have donation potential because mm-hmm. I did donate a bunch of shit that was donation worthy. Right. Like say my old digital camera, which works perfectly fine, but packs a whopping three point something megapixels. Ooh, <laughs> right. Top like getting rid of shit okay uh on the bottom yeah obviously there's just the the process of you know hauling the shit in and then just slowly trying to move yourself into whatever room right uh the road trip was nice we um rachel actually flew in town a couple of days before we took off and we road tripped the whole way up and um i was introduced to a little convenience store chain known as wawa Oh, the Wawa. Okay. All right. Which, uh, yeah, if we have any listeners up north or where the Wawas live, holy shit. Mm. I mean, that that coffee is incredible. I mean, they're just, they're really nice stores all around. They're just, they're clean and everybody's friendly and all that other good shit. But uh, that's that's the coffee, man, that that, um, gas station coffee goes. Like, I would go to a a cafe just for that. That was, that was really impressive. It's not bad brew. It really is not. And a uh, huge thanks again to you and Michael for the assist with the move. It's all good, motherfucker. Uh, particularly, uh, yeah, Michael, he, he had this black wool, or actually it's like a it's like a wool cashmere trench coat that he found on Woot 
Mm-hmm. And uh, that was like the last thing he gave me before it took off. And that thing is worth its weight in gold because <laughs> it got cold as shit <laughs> when I got up here. Yeah, fuck that, man. But I'm liking it. It's actually still winter here, and it's consistently winter. I mean, it's it'll be, oh, it's in the 30s today, but it'll be in the 50s tomorrow. But at least it kind of stays within that realm. That is one thing that I will say I'm not going to particularly miss about Louisiana is the fact that winter is a fucking charade over there. Mm. Yeah, it's a joke. I mean, I will kind of dip into the upper 50s. Oh, it's in the 80s. Yeah. Fuck. It's going to stay there for a week. Like, what the flying fuck? Nope, it's in the 40s now. What the shit? Nope, back to the 70s. <laughs> 30s, 20s, 90s. What? Even the mosquitoes are like, fucking pick one. God damn it. So, anybody else? Anybody got any particular good hmm, oh, man. stories, <laughs> input? What do you like? What do you not like? I got, I, got, I got tons of moving stories. I've lived all over the fucking country. Um, as a child, man. as an adult, all, all the shit. I lived in Denver twice. I was born in Denver, moved away, obviously, and then I mm-hmm. uh, moved back as an adult. Been everywhere, man. Um, yeah, all right. Start by that. Uh, if you can list off, kind of give us the chronology of the places you've lived. Well, okay. So I now. started in Denver, moved to Arizona, yeah. moved to Louisiana, moved to Florida, moved to Virginia, moved to back to louisiana move to denver move back to louisiana move to new mexico and then move back to louisiana those were the big moves and then there was since i've been back in louisiana i've moved three four times shit something man. like that that's really impressive yeah well so okay so that alone makes unpacking just not fucking worth it you know every time i when i bought a house this is the funny thing when i bought yeah. a house people are like oh you're stuck in there for 30 fucking years or whatever your mortgage is you know i'm like no, I'm fucking not. No. I, You're paying the mortgage, but you don't have to occupy the fucking place. I was fucking uh, 31 years old, and I never lived in a place longer than, like, 10 years, you know? So mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here. I have to own a place for 30 years. Yeah, bullshit. I'll yeah. sell that bitch. I'll rent that exactly. bitch out. Sure. I'll be a slumlord, man. Fucking live the dream. <laughs> Fucking absolutely. Um, so the moving is actually kind of like this mixed bag between exciting and scary. So I, I think the last big move was from New Mexico to Louisiana, and I moved back not having a job or a place to live. Wow. Right. And I just got in my car with very little money, and uh, me and my buddy, who was actually living in New Mexico, weirdly enough, when I lived in New Mexico, I had two friends from high school that fucking lived in New Mexico. No Two shit. good friends that lived in New Mexico, yeah. Man, that's wow. not bad at all. Yeah, so New Mexico was actually a lot of fun. It's just that there wasn't a lot of work for me. So finally, I ended up moving back, and I just like, fuck it, I'll just find a job over there, whatever. I'll figure it out. And I had, an, I had like a, an idea about a job, you know, like, oh, yeah, there's someone interested that could possibly. Maybe, yeah. yeah. And, you know, no definitive, well, do you, yes or no. So I was just like, fuck it, I'm going. And I went, crashed on a friend's couch for a little bit, uh, went to the interview, got it. Nice. Um, you know, and then I got my own place and everything like that. But that was one of those moves. You're just like, fuck it. Like, you know, and it's going to work out unless you died. I mean, that's kind of my motto. <laughs> <laughs> There's your other TED talk. Yeah. 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 Look, it'll either fucking kill you or it won't. So there you go. <laughs> so, so man. So, you know, that whole, you know, life, you know, oh, they do this stuff, you know, test you, whatever. Like, your, your, your brain is constantly trying to figure out shit. So it's like, all right, we'll figure something out. 
We'll figure yeah, something out. You figure like, it out. If I've, I feel like if I ever was like to a point where I just didn't have a place to where I could shower or eat, I would shower somehow mm-hmm. so I could go eat free chips at a restaurant. People won't be like, oh, that's a homeless person eating free chips and bailing on the check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that well-bathed homeless man just ran out on his check. Exactly. <laughs> well, there's no check because it's free chips and I'm drinking water, you know? You just got to spread true. it out. You got to spread it out so they forget you. Yeah, uh, so it's kind of exciting sometimes. Like, I remember in school, like, when I was younger, it was kind of fun uh, starting a new school. It was scary, but it was, like, that same kind of exciting thing. You get to start a new school. It's kind of fun. Hmm. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of reinvent yourself, and then you just fall right back into everyone calling you a nerd. You're like, fuck! Fuck! (laughs) Fuck! God damn it. And then when you tell someone to fuck off, you're like, well, that's not nerd behavior. This guy's a badass. <laughs> no, no one ever said that. <laughs> this fucking nerd just called me a chode. What the fuck? This dill hole over here. This dingus. Um, <laughs> so unpacking is bullshit. Packing and unpacking is bullshit. Mm. Especially it if, is bullshit. if you're going long distance, it makes sense. But if you're going short distance, just fucking chance it. Put in a fucking box loose and hope for the best. Yeah. Just don't drive yeah. like an asshole. Yeah. Which it's hard to drive like an asshole in a U-Haul anyway. Yeah. Yeah, especially at the thing that they advise you to go at what, like fifty on the fucking interstate. Get the fuck out oh, of here. Oh, it's yeah. Fuck yourself. That's yeah. Not they're happening. like, oh, no faster than fifty-five. Yeah, because that I want to make this trip even fucking longer. Thanks. Yeah. Fuck you very much. Right. I was just thinking. Let me stretch this bitch out like taffy. <laughs> I can't touch your moving record, man. I I grew up in Lacombe. Uh, moved to Covington after X-ray school. Uh, then moved to New Orleans, to Mandeville. Now, for anyone listening on that, this is all Louisiana. And as of a week ago, here. Hey, hey, you uh, forgot a little place uh, known as the Hamond. Well, f- during schooling, sure, absolutely. Yeah, man, Lived that's a place. Hanfield. Yeah. Yeah, the fucking dorm, absolutely. Yep, yep. Uh, and pretty much uh, that's the same as my fucking moving record. It was not that much exciting either. Slidell to, let's see, Hammond, and then another place in Hammond, and then back to, let's see, home, back to Covington, and back to Slidell. There we go. Yeah, that's about it. So let me ask you this, Dan. You move, like, I don't know, several, just a couple miles, really. If yeah. You think about it, like, 10 miles away. Honestly. What was that move like for you? Um, I mean, because you went from a house yeah. where you got a lot of this nerd shit. Yeah. And nerd shit is notoriously hard to pack. It is horrible. Because it's all small yeah. knick-knack bullshit. It's fucking bullshit is what it's it delicate. is. It's it's well, delicate, yet, you know, it's not expensive, So, you're, but you don't want to break it because it's cool. It has value. It could be. No, it's not. No, it has no collector's <laughs> value ever. It's, uh, it's, 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 it is the most, like, I, I, I guess... It is not rewarding in any way, shape, or form to be a collector and having to move. Uh, right. It's actually infuriating, and you get mad at yourself, and you just say over and over, it's like, why do I have so much shit? God damn it, why do I do this to myself? And you're, you're mad at yourself, but then as you're packing and unpacking, it's almost like you grab something, and it's like, oh, memory. And it's like you... You touch it, instantly feel it, and it's like, I remember picking this up at my KB Toys. 
and saying, I'm not going to play with this item. I'm going to keep it in a package because it's going to be worth money someday. Lie. Um, I'm going to go and grab this. And then, you know, oh, man, I picked up this two-pack of Star Wars figures with Darth Maul and Anakin Skywalker from The Phantom Menace. And this is a special from Sam's. It will be worth millions. Fucking wrong. Um, let's, uh, you know, move on to these comic books because these comics are amazing. They're printed, physical, in your hand. They'll never be replaced. Digital dumb shit shit oh yeah and it's uh you know it's 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 a fucking dumb absurd thing to collect and then have to move your collection personally i'm just saying this is my opinion i have a lot of crap y'all i'm not gonna lie i collect way too much shit now i want to see dan either on pawn stars or antiques roadshow yeah i would be more just to give people that treatment with their shit it's like oh this is uh you know, a vase that my great-grandmother left me. Uh, I think it's uh, Ming Dynasty. I actually think it's worth quite a bit. You just kind of look it over. Wrong, dipshit. <laughs> Worthless. No, that'd be funny. And she's like, do you know how much? What do you think this is worth? They're like, well, I'm thinking, no, it's worth nothing. <laughs> you, it's not even <laughs> worth the fact you came out today and you spent money to come get me to tell you how much it's worthless. It's fucking embarrassing that you kept it this long. It's fucking embarrassing. A little, a little sparkle graphic comes across the bottom of the screen. <laughs> Jack shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Chode. Take yeah. the bars with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Next worthless piece of shit. Yeah, what do you got for me? Fuck. <laughs> um, but moving is also a great time to to purge your shit. You know, yeah. get rid of shit. The, like clothes, yes. especially, is a big thing because you're like, all so, right, I need to get so rid of this much shit. clothes. Mm. But then also, you run the risk of getting rid of your fat clothes or your skinny clothes. Mm. Those clothes mm. that you have, you're like, I'm gonna hold on to those in case mm. I gain weight or lose weight. It happens. Yeah. It's like, you do oh, hold yeah. on to them. And then at some point, you're just like, eh, I'll roll those dice. And then when it happens, you're like, motherfucker, I should have kept them. God damn it. Now I got to spend cash. You know how expensive jeans are? Yep, yep. I've got my one semi-flexible pair of of fat pants, which are definitely getting used these days. The what? Those are the cozies. That's what I call those. Yeah. Those Ken pants are known as the cozies. It's weird. You have a nickname for his pants. I'm uh, just gonna be. I'm just gonna say it. All right. All right. It's Ken. fucking weird. All right. Here we go. This is this is how crazy. This it is. <laughs> Ken, are they the blue pants with the stripe? Uh oh, like the blue, like the track pants. Yeah. With yeah. the no, no, no. Those okay. are long gone. Okay. Just making sure. I didn't know. Oh, thank God, Dan. <laughs> Look, man, I used to live with this dude, all right? Oh. Bro, it's memory. No, we'd sit okay? on the couch watching TV. I'm fucking with have, you guys. Have one leg in the pants, I'd have the other leg in the pants. Right. Uh, no, we, we, since we're similar in stature, we've, like, bought clothes for each other, and it's usually, like, athletic slash leisure wear. Like, uh, Actually, Ken introduced me to, like, the comfort that is the athletic leisure wear. And it's like, before that, it was, like, fucking straight leg Gene Dan which I'm all legs. I just want y'all to know, folks, if you've not seen the photos where I'm standing next to these guys, it's like there's like a little bit of torso, long stringy arms, and fucking legs for days, okay? Uh, And a beer (laughs) gut. Definitely a beer gut. So, you know, it's like this weird, uh, oh, you know what I look like? look like those fucking things from the Hitchhiker's Guide. What's uh, the fucking fucking lawyer douche nozzles that are walking out? Uh, Resistance is futile. You know, I'm I'm almost about like that. But minus the British accent, because thanks, folks. They had me here in the U.S. Would you prefer a British accent? I would love a British accent. Do you know how much? Do you know? A British accent... (laughs) 
is a gateway. I, even, I know that full sentence without him even saying it. Yeah. Do it, you know how much? Do you know? I'm not gonna lie. It, it's it, it is it, women like the British accent. Most even the even the rural British accent. Yes. Like fucking like deep into Liverpool. <laughs> fucking. Oh, Liverpool dude, even he, more so. He could have the fucking. Dick Van Dyke bullshit cocky accent from Mary Poppins. Say no more. Say well. no more. But no, if uh, if I I'm not gonna to... stand here and let you make fun of Dick Van Dyke. I, you can you can get <laughs> mad at me. You can get mad. Yeah, because fuck that man. Fuck you. <laughs> That's Dick Van Dyke. The fact that that man went his whole life with Dick Van Dyke as his name and was still somehow popular. Not just popular. He's a fucking treasure. Exactly. You fucking respect whatever bullshit accent he puts out there. Because the man went by Dick Van Dyke. Okay? True that. That's not an easy name. That is not an easy name. He's a survivor. I'm sure it wasn't easy back then either. That's one tough son of a bitch. They're like, why don't you go by Richie or Rich? He's like, fuck you. It's Dick. Deal with it. Love the dick. <laughs> and your last name, sir, Van Dyke. Okay, you're fucking with me, man. <laughs> you're just, you know, this isn't real. You, you are absolutely, this is some boy named Sue shit right here. <laughs> this is me, bitch, except. Like, you were just fucking with the guy printing the yearbooks, weren't you? That's not your actual, I want to see it right <laughs> under my picture. Dick. In fact, there's a Y in there. It's like D-Y-I-U-K. Dick. Dick. And Dick. So you want the British accent. So that's the move that you regret that you did not. Actually, I read something about um, puberty. (laughs) If if you learn a foreign language before you hit puberty, Mm -hmm. there's something chemically that allows you not to have an accent. Mm. So if you would have, like, went to Britain as a child and stayed over there, and by the time you hit puberty, we're in Britain, it would have... Locked in, yep. apparently. I don't know what it's called. I just read that recently. I don't know how true that is, but that's just something I read recently. Well, I actually know some... The uh, cheese and onion effect. Yeah. That's what I <laughs> yeah. Cheese and onion. Yeah, so actually we have... Cheese some, and onion phenomenon. Some Liverpudlian friends, okay, and their kids were born in the UK, but then were raised in the US. And one of them has a wonderful uh, American accent, okay, very very smart, very proper, you know, even for being raised in the South. The other is fucking Boomhauer. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I, I'm not even joking. It's like the, the, you hear uh, Susan is the girl's name who has the wonderful accent that is very, uh, you know, eloquent and even being Southern. And then you've got David, hey, oh man, doing all good, man, and fucking shit. And I'm, you know, run around here and fuck balls, you know, whatever. I'm like, Thanks, David. Uh, so so. I, I think that's an interesting thing when you move around. You don't you uh, you go to places where people think you have an accent, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like I don't. Right. But like when I lived in Colorado, they were like, "Oh yeah, you have an accent." I'm like, "Yeah, what is it?" And they're like, I, "I don't know. It's it's an accent of something." It's fucking weird, bro. <laughs> and the only time really I feel like I have an accent, it's not even an accent, is when I say y'all. Y'all, yeah. Y'all is just a fucking word. Sure. And they're like, oh, there it fucking is. I'm like, yeah, you find a better word than y'all. I'll fucking wait. Yeah, well, I mean, but then. You want to you... say you guys? Fuck off. Use, yeah. Use, use, pr- use, use chodes. You say y'all chodes. So much easier. And then you got yeah, your all y'all, y'all, 
which is the multiple plural, which is all amazing. Y'all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Every fuck in this room. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all are stupid. All y'all are stupid. It's fucking genius. It works. It works. But now I'm I'm thinking of like a like a redneck British accent and it just seems so weird to me. Like, <laughs> y'all want some goddamn tea and biscuits? Well, that would be the Scots. I mean, honestly, you know. Ooh, shots fired. No, nah, man, there's uh, nothing wrong with that. I mean, they have such an amazing accent. But honestly, that's the way they look at it. It's like reverse U, uh, U.S. It's the South are the Hicks, and then the North are the posh people. Well, it's the opposite over there in the U.K. Mm-hmm. Well, it kind of flies in the face of the what I read off the back of a of a very wise T-shirt. So the uh, lower the latitude, the better the attitude. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah, totally. Understand. <laughs> <laughs> Deep I think south. that was also, it also featured a, a, a bass erupting from a stream and probably a beer of some sort. Yeah. Yep, that'll do it. Yeah, you gotta have some of that. So, uh, yeah, experiencing just, like, the cultural phenomenon of just different dialects. In America, it's strange how big America is, and when you move to different parts, mm-hmm. the different slang they use, it's almost like another fucking country. And, uh, of course, the, the number one thing most people would know just from traveling is uh, what we call soft drinks. Right. You know, we all call oh, them Coke. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I do I do find myself saying soda and soft drinks a little bit more. Right. But that's just because I'm trying to illustrate certain points versus like having to explain Coke, what kind of Coke. Yeah. So it, <laughs> yeah. right. You know, it's like an extra step almost. Yeah. But you know, when you go up north, you know, it's pop. Yeah. And for pop. some reason it fucking bothers me. Yeah, yeah I can raise the shit out of me. It just, I don't know. I'll pop you right in the fucking mouth, dude. What do you mean pop? Pop, pop. <laughs> fucking the fuck out of here. Or soda. Like, of you know, if they're, you know, my, my brother's soda. wife is from uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. So she says soda. She was like, you want to, or, you know, they go full in, soda pop. You're like, ah, fuck, there it is. You added it together. What's the fuck? Jeez, get out of here. Um, but yeah, a little, little difference in, uh, in those kind of things. I think Louisiana has some of the most um, slang mm-hmm. for any other region that I've lived in. It's very diverse. Uh, all right. Well, here's, here's another one that you can usually uh, tell. Well, it's, yeah, and this might even be southern, this might even be like Louisiana versus the rest of the world. Um, <laughs> a particular type of nut, uh, star of the show in uh, pie, as well as pralines. Pecans? Mm-hmm. They or, call them pecans. Or pecans. Right. Pecans. What? Pecans. I've not, Never really? heard that one. Pecans, that's uh, British. Are you um, shitting me? No, I'm not joking. My, well, my grandma see. said that to me. She's like, I'd like one of those pecan pies. I was like, what the fuck's a pecan pie? Like Pekins, This is that also sounds like a, a nickname for tits. <laughs> but then well, also, let me take a peek at your pecans. <laughs> your pecans are peeking out at me. When she said that, she's like, she's like, I'll have some of them pecans. And then I looked at my mom. What is she saying? And she's, she goes, very slowly in a very British pecans. And I was like, pecans. oh, pecans. Okay, all right, pecans. that's pecans. Grandma's be tripping saying pecans. Not as bad as saying so yeah, cult, culture shock. That is something that's um, yeah, that, that's I'm gonna have to get a little used to. I'll tell you another big thing about moving, is getting used to your drinking. Oh, you don't get yeah. drinking. I lived in Colorado. Colorado is a is a fucking amazing place for alcohol. So many microbreweries, so many great breweries there. Not counting Coors, it's huge. It's fun to go there, but it's shit beer. <laughs> but they got so many other great breweries around there, and they, you know, it's another place. In Louisiana, where do you go to buy liquor, alcohol, beer, fucking wine? Same fucking store you buy everything else at. Right. Anywhere. Right. Anywhere. And gas stations, doesn't fucking matter. 
up north, when I lived in Denver, I mean, you got to buy it not on a Sunday, mm -hmm. for one thing, because the only place you can buy alcohol on a Sunday is at a gas station, and then you get three two percent alcohol beer, and that's uh, it. And you drink a you drink a twenty four pack of that, and you're like, well, I'm just hydrated now. Yeah, I feel like I need to go. Piss. <laughs> I'm a, I think I'm ready for a run. Yeah. yeah. So it's ah, I'm getting those Michelob Ultra commercials now. Um, <laughs> right? and, and so and that was that's the bullshit <laughs> thing. It's like they have so much alcohol, and they're so strict on the on that sort of thing that you have to buy. Uh, beer over a certain percentage at liquor stores. You have to go to liquor stores. Liquor stores only open till like eight or nine. So you really got to plan ahead if you want to mm. get blitzed. Mm. We can't do that. You guys want to just go get fucking hammered at the house? Yeah. Can't do that. Can't fucking do that. As long as it's before two in most places. In some places, it doesn't even fucking matter. But yeah, you know, you our dry ahead. counties, you have to buy liquor before two, and that's Ugh. about it. What the fuck? Ridiculous bullshit. Yeah. Um, so that is a culture shock. You, you kind of have to get used to that. So a lot of people don't understand that our, we can, when I, I try to leave a bar with a beer, yeah. and they looked at me like I had a, like a second fucking head. I uh, know. Oh, I, yeah. I, I actually had to warn some, uh, we went to Alaska, and I was hanging out with uh, um, uh, Eric Martin Gay's wife, Celeste. As she was about to walk out, I was like, Celeste, Celeste, hold up. And she's like, what? It's like, you can't walk out. You have to finish your beer inside the bar. She's like, there's no way. And there was another couple that actually had Ella shoe shirt. And they said, yeah, we know. We're from Louisiana, too. And I was like, oh, oh, oh well, good for y'all. You, you understood this. Like, she's like, she was about to walk out with an open Oh, it happens container. all the time. You yeah. just, especially if you're kind of yeah. like a little toasty. Yeah. You start walking in, you're like, all right, let's go to the next fucking place. Let me get a road beer. You pour right. it in a cup. They're like, you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. it doesn't change the fact you it's alcohol out on this fucking street. You're like, what? That's crazy. Some bull, some bull fuck. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm not driving. I'm walking. Mm. <laughs> and it's just, it's fucking crazy. So, I mean, that's a, a culture shock of those things, <laughs> of, like, the leniency of Louisiana has compared to the rest of the fucking country. That's kind of tough. Um, the other thing is, is when you move new places, is getting used to the food. Oh, yeah, you got to. Um, and that can be very... Thank God for hipsters, because they're kind of bridging the gap, so you're not having a huge problem with the food in certain areas. I mean, when I went to Detroit, I was like, shit, this food's actually good. Um, yeah. But uh, New York, I'm sure, is probably way different, because they got mm. fucking everything. But when I lived in New Mexico... Oh, yeah, within a block. You, you name what, you, what you're looking for, and shit, you'll, you'll find it. Within within a uh, subway stop, I gotta will ask, it be the best on earth? No, but is it there? Me. Fuck yeah, it is. One thing for me, okay. Have you found a great curry joint? Uh, I haven't been here long enough to even explore the city. I'll tell you what I've been essentially been doing. I've been going on job interviews and sitting in this place, kind of holed up, flipping my shit about job interviews. It's just it's, it's all been job hunting, and okay. I got Rachel has gotcha. been ex extraordinarily supportive not only in just kind of helping me you know adapt and, and cope with living in new york now but also through this whole job hunting freak mm. out fucking mm. process but um so long story short after that gets established once i get that knocked out mm. then yeah it's time to start looking around to find yeah i want curry joints i want indian places yeah so by the time y'all come up here and we record a show in new york because you know that's definitely fucking happening yeah i'll have a list of food joints to take you to fucking right so uh, yeah that's the other thing is just have dealing with the organizing shit to unpack mm. god unpacking sucks oh, packing so packing is worse i think than unpacking in my opinion i think packing is worse than unpacking true that i, agree. I would say so i would say it's because at least when you're unpacking 
you do the unpacking fairly soon after you've done the packing. So you still have an idea of what goes where, like even if you didn't label, you know, this particular box, at least, you know, Oh, I know that box. Yeah. There's kitchen shit in that box. Cool. Right. Well, or, also you're not under a time frame. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like when you're right. packing, you're supposed to be, Oh, let's, let's be, we got We got to be careful and also quick. Yeah. You're like, that's a tall right. fucking order, my friend. Right. Kind of shit are you asking of me? Orderly and quick? Nah, no. You get to pick one. Yeah, fuck off. Uh, Best favor I did for myself was when I moved to Mandeville. I didn't throw any of my boxes away. I broke them all down and stuck them up in the attic. Mm. That that put me way ahead of the curve when I was packing for this move. Not to mention it kind of it tempted me or it kept me from uh, packing even more shit because like nope, it doesn't fit in this collection of boxes. I have too much shit. Time to throw shit out. God damn, that's my, smart. My parents do that. They hold on to all their boxes. My garage is just filled with fucking boxes. In fact, <laughs> um, my parents be, "Ooh, that's a good box. Let's keep that box." I'm like, "For what?" They're like, "I don't know. We may Come need on. a box oh, someday." That's, that's ridiculous. All right, that that that's that's pushing it. They're borderline hoarders, man. Wow. Yeah. No, I just I I took a few extra home from the clinic because fuck boxes of shit was coming in all the time at the clinic. So and those were those actually were good boxes. Like fuck, this is heavy shit. I like it. So, okay, so since you guys haven't moved around a whole lot, um, what's been your most difficult move? Hmm. Was it when you're older, when you're younger? I mean, like, what's the th- like, what was the most difficult move for you? Uh, I'll take this one right quick. Um, yeah, go for it. So uh, after getting out of college and going back to Slidell, uh, originally the worst move would have to be, so Ghost Jess and I were renting a place uh, for the longest time near an area where my folks were living. Uh, you know, it was not quite Slidell more into Lacombe, so to speak. Um, and, but it was really close to my folks, which was awesome. Cause you know, if I wanted to go have dinner with them, it was like in biking distance or something like that. Um, but getting out of there and moving with our collective stuff into my house now was a fucking nightmare for me because I had a, like acquired a studio of equipment first off. Okay. For the podcast, (laughs) which, you know, all this ridiculous shit, but this is the thing is like acquiring this. I didn't think about it. You know, this is important equipment that I need to protect. And like, this is not just my stuff. This is our stuff. You know what I'm saying? This is just high tech dork shit. This, this high tech dork shit that matters. And that was like the thing that was like, this is a new set of stuff. Like I've had collectible bullshit that I'm like, Oh, better watch out for the packaging. Cause you better put it in crates and all the, blah, 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 you know, but this was different. This is something we've been doing and I really enjoy doing this. And this is like, I, I need to make sure I protect this fucking shit, you know? <laughs> and, and that was something that was a, this is a little nerve wracking for me when I packed up the studio and got everything taken out because it was also, you know, Oh God, we need to reset in a new house and it's going to be new acoustic treatment and all this stuff and everything. Um, that was one of my things that really kind of caught me off guard. Uh, you know, getting our bedroom set up, getting the living room and all that stuff and setting the TV up. No problem. Not thinking about that, but, uh, moving the studio, that was, that was some pressure for me, you know, I gotcha. and yeah. it was also thinking about, you know, cause you have people who are listening to your show and they expected it so much, you know, Hey, it's time to listen to my show and listen to my podcast. You know, when is this coming out? 
wait, there's a delay. Wait, there's a delay. Man, fuck. What the fuck, dude? Really? That weighs on me. And that was yeah. very stressful for me when we were moving to here in my house. So that would have to be the most stressful move or uh, most engaging of my time, so to speak. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. What about you? You, know, I, you would think that it would be this one, but honestly, no, this one has been, uh, this one was seamless, man. I mean, I, uh, do you remember the whole, the whole way we were coming up? We kept seeing headlines about winter storm Jaden. We were even hearing reports of, people dying from that fucking storm. Jesus. I'm like, good God. In fact, we even took an extra day to get up here because we thought, okay, this thing is going to blow us off the fucking road if we try to make it there a day sooner. Right. And it ended up being a complete fucking dud. Oh. Uh, we were, we stayed in New Jersey and uh, it ended up just blowing over. I mean, granted, it was cold as shit the next morning, mm -hmm. but it wasn't snow blowing sideways and fucking frozen cows like, you know, curling. Just, no, nothing. It was just, all right, it's cold as shit because we're in Jersey, but that was about it. Thank God for that um, shit. Fuck. But yeah, like packing everything up. You guys were helping. You saw how quickly that all went because oh, I, yeah. I, I had a lot of it boxed up by the time um, that day came. Mm -hmm. So hardest one, I would have to say logistically going from Covington to New Orleans just because mm. um, it was going to be a smaller house. I still hadn't gotten my minimalist chops down quite yet, so there was just a lot of shit piled up in the house right. in New Orleans. Um, so that was probably the, the physical most difficult one. Emotionally, probably going to New Orleans to Mandeville because it was mid-divorce, so fucking blah, blah, blah. Man, it weighs heavy, bro. Yeah, it does, but at least you know that was physically easier because I just kind of did everything by carload. Yeah. And I, and I did a lot of that's when that was the first time I did. OK, getting rid of this shit. That was the mm -hmm. first major culling of the shit. And, uh, you know, part two is when I came up here. So, Critter, uh, of all your various moves, do you remember one that was a particular pain in the ass? Um, <clears throat> it was probably that's well, a traveled man right there. He's well, no, that. I'm thinking about <laughs> like <laughs> sitting in a throne of boxes, uh, moving, <laughs> moving from Florida to Virginia sucked. But. I mean, like, it just sucked because I was moving to a place I didn't want to go at all. Oh. Um, so there was that. But I think I think Virginia. The, the hard move um, was Colorado back to Louisiana just because it's a it's a two it's a two day thing. Mm -hmm. So, like, you got to, like, drive a certain amount of time, crash at a place, and then you got an equally long drive the next fucking day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not. That's an endurance challenge. It's it's a lot of fucking driving, and Damn. that gets fucking annoying. I fucking hate driving, and I especially hate driving when you're pulling something or you're actually not. When you're driving not on the interstate, it really fucking sucks. When you're cutting through, like, highways and byways. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, you're, Absolutely. Like, you're flying, you're, like, 65, you're, like, sweet, awesome, and they're, like, oh, you're in a small town, 25. Oh, and they fucking yeah, hit you. You get pulled over all the time. You get tickets in small towns like that, yeah, and you can't do anything nope. but to fucking pay them. Yep, yep. Because right. you're not going to go back the... to that small fucking town in North fucking Texas. Yeah, fuck that. Well, no, and that's their major revenue stream anyway. Yeah, it is. And, is and, popping out of towners with bullshit speeding tickets. Yeah, and, and traveling those lesser-known highways are just depressing and kind of reminds you of every horror movie ever. <laughs> You know, right. when you're you're going through like towns a population is like 400 you're like oh that's fucking miserable 
And then right. you see a town of 2,000, you're like, well, that's better, but that's still pretty fucking miserable. That, that's less than my high school. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, listeners, what do you got? You got any interesting moving stories, anything weird that happened, anything particularly funny? Uh, just tell us about it. Leave us a comment on the Facebook page. Actually, preferred would be either a SoundCloud comment or a uh, voicemail. Voicemail. Get some. Uh, 985-265-7726. You can also send us Gmail, podcastwim at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter at WIM Show. Check us out on, I believe I've already mentioned, Facebook, Instagram. If you'd like to donate to this fine show of ours, look us up on patreon.com forward slash watch him out podcast. This has been episode 149, semester 15, swearing on behalf of the Gary Sinise Foundation. This semester's charity, check those guys out, GarySiniseFoundation.org. And, uh, oh, next week is the semester end cap. Oh. That's until the Zeppelin swings around next week for the end cap, semester 15, episode 150. This is Ken Petrie for, well, this is Ken Petrie in the New York Satellite Office for Dan Kirk. Hello, motherfuckers. I miss you. <laughs> Greenwich Beers. Goodbye from the future, buddy. From the past. Goodbye from, from the now. past to the person in the future. But yeah. you knew I was going to say goodbye. Fuck yeah. you. Goodbye, future Ken. <laughs> Fucking later. <laughs> right. Swearing is caring. Watch your mouth. Stuff it with packing peanuts. I don't give a shit. Actually, these jeans are super comfortable. I mean, they they have the, uh, a little bit of a, a spandex built into them. Oh, okay. Jeggings? Is that what I hear? Uh, they're sort of jeggings. Uh, I, they're they're yeah. called the Levi's Athletic uh, oh, okay. cut or whatever. It's okay. You can say they're lady jeans. It's all good. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. Those ladies haven't fucking figured out. Oh, yeah. Fucking spandex jeans. Men have been fucking idiots for far too long, not incorporating spandex into everything. You notice now, remember when I said that they need to put, like, fucking spandex in suits? Correct. Guess what they have? They call flex suits. Oh god! And they got spandex. You should have fucking copyrighted that shit. Oh, it, it, chances are they're already working on it. I mean, they had to. I mean, you see John Wick fighting in a thing. You know that dude has spandex in that suit. You ever try to move in a wool suit like that? You Not can't really. lift your arms. Well, you know what? That's your homework, Ken. While you're up there, find famous people and give them our podcast. Tell yeah, because they're just sitting at every fucking Starbucks. I know they are. Don't that's, fucking lie to that's me. That's fucking New York, dude. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to hear <laughs> Don't, don't. I've seen Morris Barton fucking person. Yeah. Okay? okay. It fucking happens. Yeah. When you go places, you see all the famous people. <laughs> you just do. Like Celebrities are like an invasive species in New York. They're like pigeons. <laughs> you get someone like chasing a bunch of celebrities off the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to see your screenplay. Get out of here. I had to chase Ryan Gosling out of here the other day. Him and Jim Gaffigan were just out there chirping away. I'd imagine the billionaires are like coyotes. <laughs> like, Dak, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, you see them. You know they're around. You don't know exactly where they are, but you know they're close. Like, what's keeping you awake? Fucking Warren Buffett just howling in the bushes. <laughs> Fucking shut up. Warren Buffett, Jeff Bezos, and Bill Gates are just roaming the streets at night, just howling and shit. Like, would you shut the fuck up? It's three in the goddamn morning. Some of us have to go to work in the morning, assholes.
And then you guys mentioned that, well, it's based on an anime or, or a... <laughs> I did not say that. Let me let me make <laughs> that perfectly <laughs> fucking clear. You watch anime, you shut the fuck I up. I watch some, and it's all, mostly Dragon Ball. <laughs> you still watch some, don't fucking deny your dorkness. I'm not denying my dorkness, I'm denying that I know that much about anime. Bravo, and just immediately washing your hands of it. No, 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 Don't you dare, Paul, your dork shit on my dork shit. And it's like, it's like, how'd you know that? Because you're sharing your screen, asshole. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, nah, should, but... I should click out of this porn I'm watching too, then, huh? Yeah, that would be nice, because, you know... Nah, leave that shit on. <laughs> I didn't know you were running some hentai in the background, you fucking weirdo. Yeah, leave that shit on. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to get paid for that pizza. Yeah, really, that'd be awesome. After the porn, is. Like, okay, seriously, that'll be thirteen ninety five. <laughs> 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 that'd be hilarious. That would... She's like, oh, that was so good. Yeah, it was. So, yeah, yeah. well, I'll need that 15 bucks now. <laughs> and tip if you don't mind. If, if you... <laughs> Can't pay my bills with this sex stuff. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's appreciated, but it's, the, it's no tip. I can't fuck my landlord. Or can I? That <laughs> <laughs> gives me an idea. Dun, Hello, dun, landlord. Dun. My water heater's fucked up. Ouch. <laughs> wow, wow. Cut to it's like ah, that was that was pretty good. You're still late on rent. <laughs> God damn it! I had no idea. Uh, like cream of tartar was in there. In the perfect snickerdoodle. And snickerdoodles, yeah, that's what gives it no its shit. tang. Yeah, really? Because otherwise it'd just be sugar cookies, but they're not. They have something extra. Mm. There's a little something in there. Yeah, okay. a, little, a little tang. Yeah, you, you notice they're a little tangy. So that's a cream little of bit, a little bit. It's the cream of tartar. Yeah. Did you Very know that subtle zip oh, the cream of tartar is also good for migraines? That's, that's, that's probably why I feel so good after eating snickerdoodles, man. That <laughs> oh, the my cinnamon? God. I mean, isn't cinnamon an antioxidant of some sort? <laughs> yeah. I mean, isn't that right up there with uh, turmeric and all that other bullshit? So I, I guess, them. honestly, they're they're like they're like healthy cookies, right? It's a health <laughs> food. Say, that's if, what I'm if, hearing. Right. If I'm hearing you right, exactly. A fucking snickerdoodle is basically a cliff bar. <laughs> The cliff bar of cookies. <laughs> I got a migraine. It's like, take some Excedrin. No, thanks. I'll just take four snickerdoodles. <laughs> I feel great. Like, who unloaded a revolver in a barrel of fish gone? Man, that was really simple. That should be a phrase now. <laughs> God damn. That should, be, that should be a phrase that encapsulates how simple that was. First of all, the question of why are there even fish in a barrel, right? That's very true. Maybe that was the way that they could have, like, fresh fish in a store. <laughs> Could yeah. be. Come in, <laughs> shoot, just... shoot your own fish. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Apparently, there's a boxing gym not far from here. That might be fun. Oh, cause, uh, Could just be simple, like you just go in there and there's just some dude sitting on a stool. Like, what's that? Like, oh, th th this is uh, this this is Biff. Biff's just gonna punch you in the fucking face. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and um, you you'll get better when you learn how to defend against that. <laughs> uh, when does this start? Right now. Bang. <laughs> Fuck it. Do I have to sign a waiver? <laughs> Fucking Ken down for five minutes. Yeah, he'll get back up in a bit. See you next week. <laughs> That'll be 40 bucks yeah. for your first session. <laughs> You're laying there with like your nose bloody. Or will it? You start unzipping your fly. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was thinking more it'd be like that scene out of Equilibrium, but with puke. Like, just puking uh, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but it's more stylized. It's like, Precision puke. Yeah, it's just like, like these short bursts. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, you're just like lawn sprinkling it, like, and then they're all just hitting them in the face. And then they start throwing up themselves, and I walk away like from an explosion. Yeah, cool guys don't look at his victims vomit. Cool guys make them vomit and then walks away. Then there's the final scene where you know, like he and the boss are like puking at each other, like, <laughs> missing. Or you, you guys are just constantly throwing up steady stream, <laughs> and it meets in the middle like in Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> And they try to push harder. Yeah. <laughs> and then it starts, all right, this, this is impossible. <laughs> so he starts throwing up harder. It starts to get closer to me. And I go, Aah! Oh, my God. Then, <laughs> like, the, the screen goes white, and they're both just kind of, like, floating in a crater of puke. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that not an episode yet? That'd be one of those meetings where somebody gets thrown out of a fucking window. Yeah, but think about how funny that would be to watch and gross. Yeah, I'd be laughing my ass off, though, because there would be anime animated puking, which would just be exactly that. You know, it would travel in a parallel line to the ground for miles and miles and miles. And you and miss and with... it goes out into space. Yeah, exactly. It's like throws off the rotation of the planet. I puked on the moon. Chode. That needs to come back. I can't remember the last time I've actually called someone a chode. It's gone so long without it that you would absolutely throw someone off if you used it in a fight situation. Don't be such a chode. What other <laughs> right. th- what other words would you want to bring back? Insults. See, dork, I think I think made a solid comeback. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been digging it. Mm-hmm. I've been calling a lot more people dork. Instead like of, in dork. Yeah. yeah. Instead of nerd, when people are like, oh, what a nerd. What about dinkus? Dinkus. Okay. Or a dink. <laughs> Dingus, uh, yeah, d- yeah. Dang it, mm. dillweed. Dillweed's another one. Dillweed, dillhole, any any variation of dill. Yeah, if you say butthead, <laughs> you got to say it like Biff, though. Butthead, butthead. Spider Man's from Queens. That's true. He gets those sweet ass fucking <laughs> sandwiches. I can't imagine a Spider Man with a, like a thick New Yorker accent. Thank you, Spider Man. Forget about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I was born in Queens, New York. I was born. <laughs> Wait, you were? You didn't hear that? A Peter fucking Parker. <laughs> Fucking Petey Parker. They flip, killed flip, my fucking said. uncle, the bastards. <laughs> uncle Ben. All those, God bless him. All those mooks killed my Uncle Ben. He's, he's fucking chodes. <laughs> and Captain America's from Brooklyn. Yeah. See Captain America running through a battlefield, and then when he knocks somebody 20 feet away with a shield, he's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> language. Oh. Yeah, it's a fucking language, all yeah. right. He starts grabbing his scratch. I got your fucking language ready. <laughs> hey, you Nazi prick. Won't you suck on my American balls? That'd I be, think that would be more that's relatable. My, that's my Captain America. It's <laughs> the America I want to live in. I should yeah. be a motivational speaker. I would <laughs> fucking kill myself. <laughs> hey, did it get uh, fucking results, you little bitch? <laughs> there's the name of your TED Talk. <laughs> Did it get fucking results, you little bitch? <laughs> oh, man. Walking around with a headset. Ask yourselves this one question. Did it get the fucking results, you bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and if the answer is yes, you have your answer. Yeah. That's get the talk. fuck out of my TED Talk, you chudes. <laughs> Dill holes. <laughs> 
shit. Ken, I, God damn it. Dan's over here just fucking living life, getting drunk, ball-binding fucking jeans. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, you're right. It is fucking hilarious. Ken's glorious fucking face. Fuck shit. Fuck shit. Fuck shit testing grounds. That's goddamn right. You motherfuckers haven't done them. 340 fucking dollars. A whole lot of fuck. Fuck. Well, fuck me. I still don't know my fucking way around. Fucking trilobite fossil. What the haven't fuck gone are you away. doing up there? God damn it, Ken. Fuck. Fuck them. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh my God, this fucking movie. That's what yeah, they're exactly. fucking for. But honestly, I don't fucking know what's going on in there. Here, will you come fuck with that? This ain't my dork shit. I've got some shit like that in the mail. I don't, motherfucker. That's why Dan had to come over here and fucking do shit. Absolutely. These fucked up horseshoe puzzles. Somebody told me not to fucking touch it. Fuck you. Completely went to shit. 24 hour fucking carbs. Yeah, whatever the fuck you want. Fucking all bets are off. It's a fucking haymaker. Man, I fucking wrecked him. My subconscious is like, dude, you're the fucking man. Fucking this go full throttle. I don't want to see you fucking dweebs anymore. Read exactly what's on that fucking note. Shut the fuck up. Get your e-reader and sit the fuck down and have some tea. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. God damn it, dude. I put spam on that motherfucker. Chode. 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 Chode burger. All right, it's recess. Get out of here, you little chodes. A little chode's a fucking rat. What do you want, you little fucking rat? Rat chode. Fucking rat chode. What the fuck is she even saying? How's that even a thing? I'm buy some fucking bonds already. You can Chats out there and you buy some fucking bonds. Can't shut the fuck up. Guess what you just fucking did? Fuck you, YouTube. Damn, it's good.